This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 100. You ready for this? Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. Welcome to episode 100 of the show. I cannot believe I am sitting here telling you that we have hit 100 episodes of the show. If you have followed me for a long time, you know that I had a podcast before this one called Life Lovers Radio. And I did that show for about two years, but I was not consistent when I put out episodes at all. It seems like consistency was such a hard thing for me at that time. Now, granted, I had a day job. I was a single mom most of that time, and I was building a client base. So it makes sense why I wasn't as consistent as I was. But I remember when I launched this Unstoppable podcast in 2019, that I was really concerned. Am I going to be able to be consistent? And so I promised that first year I would just put out two episodes a month. And at that time, it felt like a lot. I was also doing everything on the show, editing it, doing all the marketing for it, obviously putting together all the content. I was truly a one-woman show. And then When I hit almost the first year of the podcast, I ended up hiring a podcast editor, which was so lovely, but I was so scared at the time to do that. That was the first time I was bringing in this ongoing contractor into my business. And I thought, oh boy, am I going to be able to continue to support this? What if I just get really used to it and I forget how to edit shows? You know, what's going to happen with that? And now here we are over a year later and... I have many contractors in my business and it's amazing. And this past year we have done, gosh, I think almost 75 episodes of the show. So like two thirds, I guess that would be two thirds, right? Of the show of these hundred episodes have been in the past year. It has been incredible. I have been just like wanting to birth all of these ideas into the world and put them out there. And if you may remember from September through December, we did two episodes a week. So that's how we were just able to put out so many episodes this past year. I'm super proud of the episodes we put out. I was, as I was looking over overall, just the different episodes that came out and the ones that I love the most, it was really hard for me to choose. You know, when I first started podcasting with my old podcast, I remember I'd put some out there and I'd be like, oh man, this one's not very good or this one's shit or, you know, really question it. And with this podcast, sure, I have episodes that I'm like, eh, it's not my favorite, but 
every single one to me is like, man, there's some really good stuff in that one that has the potential to really blow somebody's mind and change their life if they're open to that and if that's the right message for them at that time. So again, just super proud of what has gone on, especially this past year with the show, but overall hitting this milestone of 100 is huge growth for me to be able to just be consistent and be connected to you and to be giving you this amazing content over and over and over and over again. You know, even my clients, I tell them, listen to the podcast because it's such an amazing supplement to what they're learning with me. And it's a different vibe too. When they're learning with me and we're coaching, it's like, learn, go, learn, go. Whereas the podcast is, hey, let's just sit around for a while. Like, let's have a discussion. Let's talk. And I take some of the concepts they're learning and I tell different stories about it more. And so it's just a whole different vibe. And so regardless if you've worked with me as a client or not, I feel like this show is some of the best work I've ever done in my entire life. I always think about if tomorrow was my last day on earth you know, what would be the things that I would want to be remembered by? And this podcast definitely is up there on my list. So not only do I love just making these episodes and putting them out for you, but I am so grateful that you listen to this show. Now, to me, listening is really a byproduct of it because I feel like this is part of my growth and my creative expression. And I always think about sometimes if I were to lose everything in my business, and it would be like where I made no money and I'd have to go get a day job, would I still do the podcast? And to be honest, I would. Because to me, it is just a way for me to express myself and to get creative in my life. And so later on this episode, I'm going to give you some of my top tips about what I've learned over doing these 100 episodes. And I'll go deeper into that as to why I love podcasting so much and how it could help you in your life. But I just want to let you know that like I love doing this show and the fact that you listen to it just like takes my love for doing this to a whole new level. And then hearing from many of you of how the show impacts you just takes it like next level, especially if you're not a client of mine, because I am used to clients being like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, this is how you've changed my life and all the things, right? But when I hear from the podcast, I'm like, oh yes, that's telling me that I'm still giving amazing content as I'm creating this free product for somebody or this this free listening outlet, right? So Again, thank you so much for being here. So today, I'm just going to recap some of my favorite episodes from this past year. Um, I'm going to showcase some of the interviews we did this past year, and I'm going to tell you my top tips of what I've learned throughout these 100 episodes. Before I get into all that, though, we are doing something exciting for 100 episodes of the show. So what has been created is a podcast book. And my admin, Rachel, and I have taken all 100 podcast episodes. We have transcribed all of them. And she has then taken the transcript and created a one-page summary of each episode. And we've put them into a book. And the reason why we did this is because for two reasons. The first is if you've listened to the episodes, 
you know, there are times when you're thinking, oh gosh, what was it that Lindsay said about disappointment? Or, you know, what was that process about being able to accomplish your goals? And you'll be able to flip open that book and you'll be able to see, okay, here was the step-by-step process she talked about. Am I following that or not? We also have an index in the book. So if there's ever a moment when you're thinking, gosh, you know, uh, I need to process some trauma. Let me look up trauma. Where does she talk about it? What episode? Or I need to think more about my inner mean girl and learn more about her. You can go and figure out what episodes those are in. And so this is just going to be a resource for you to just implement what you learn on the podcast even more. Now, it's also a resource for those who haven't listened to the show or every episode of the show. They can go in and skim through and say, okay, is this an episode that is resonating with me? And if so, you know, maybe I should listen to it more. Or maybe they just get enough information from that one page summary that they can go out there and start to implement change in their life and accomplish their goals and dreams and feel better than ever in the process of that. So I'm super proud of this book. We've been working super hard on it, as you can imagine, of taking pages and pages of transcripts and being able to condense information down to a one page summary. And it's not even a full page. Like it's designed in a way that your eye will not get overwhelmed by it. And so there's not a ton of text on the page. And so for Rachel, it's just been like condensing and condensing and condensing down to make it something that's just really straight to the point and gets you into action and getting you the results that you want in your life. Now, to get this podcast book, all you have to do is go to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash 100. And it's just going to be the number one zero zero. And you are going to put in your name, your email address, and you're also going to have to put in a picture of you leaving a review for the show. So if you have already left a review for the show, just go find that review on Apple Podcasts or where you've been wherever you left it. Some people even leave it on my Facebook page because they listen on a player where they can't leave reviews or they just can't figure it out. And so just go take a picture of that review and then you'll submit that picture with your name and email address. And then we will send that podcast book over your way via email. Now, if you are a client of mine, you get an extra bonus. So if you go in and you submit your name, email, and the picture of your review, you're going to get the electronic copy of the book and you're going to get a printed copy of the book sent to you. So this is only for current clients. So current one-on-one clients or current living the dream clients, you know who you are. So if you're a past client of mine, you can get an electronic copy of the book, and then you'll be able to purchase a printed copy if you want one. And that's for anybody, old clients, non-client, whoever. Um, But if you're an active client, just know you're going to get the electronic and a printed copy mailed to you. Even if you're international, we are going to ship it your way. Okay. So super easy, right? Go leave a review of the show. You can go leave one on Apple Podcasts if you listen there. And whatever player you listen on, again, if you can't leave a review there, then just go over to my Facebook page. Just search for Lindsay Preston. Remember, Lindsay spelled L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Preston's pretty straightforward, P-R-E-S-T-O-N. Find me there. Leave a review of the show. Take a picture of it. So this episode's coming out on February 15th. The podcast book will be available the first few days in March. And so once you submit your review... 
if you're like, oh, Lindsay, where's my podcast book? Just know it's going to come out those first few days in March because we got to play a little catch up with these last few episodes that are coming out. So I'm super proud of it. We've spent a lot of time, a lot of money making this book, and it is awesome. It is so awesome. And not only that, but since we have transcripts of all the episodes now, Rachel, who I keep mentioning, my admin, is going to go in over these next few months, and she's going to be adding in the transcripts on my website, and we're going to be redoing the um, podcast page so that any episode you want to look at, it's going to be a lot more punchy, and it's going to have that transcript in there. And you're still going to be able to see the summary of the episode like there's always been. And you're going to be able to listen on the website if you want. But you're just going to be able to have that transcript option as well. Because I know a lot of people, they like to read. Or some clients, they even have they read and listen at the same time, which is so fun. All right. So an amazing giveaway for this 100 episode. All you got to do is leave a review. And on top of that, if you want to share the show on your social media, you want to send it to a friend, I would be so appreciative of that. Um, Just let's celebrate the hell out of this, right? I mean, I know sometimes it can be a little bit, what's the word, uncomfortable, I guess, to share like, hey, I'm listening to the show and it's about personal development. And, you know, there's still a stigma around that. But I encourage you to burst through that bubble and really take ownership as a leader in your life and saying, hey, this is a resource that I use to help me become even better. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, this is what makes people really successful and smart is to go and do, you know, things like listen to a podcast like this one. So, so appreciative if you do go and share it. Know too, if you're on Instagram, there are some different GIFs. I always say GIFs, GIFs, I don't know, but GIFs. And there's a Unstoppable podcast one and there's a microphone one and there's some different ones with my brand. All you have to do is search Lindsay Preston to find them and be sure to tag me if you're on Instagram. You'll find me over there at Lindsay Preston. Um, so yeah, let's celebrate this. Okay, I would so love to see all of your posts and I can't wait to share this book with you. All right, so let's get into the episode. All right, so, okay, so where to start? I think we should start with highlighting some of the biggest lessons I've learned in the two years of doing this podcast and getting to 100 episodes. You ready? All right, so I've got three, four big lessons for you. The first one is I have learned through this process how to show up and stay consistent. As I mentioned before with my former podcast, that was hard for me to do. Granted, I had a lot more on my plate at the time, but I was really learning how to just be consistent in my life. If you're a client of mine, you know that this is where you get to the good stuff of being a vacillator. You become consistently connected. And I feel like through this podcast, it has allowed me to grow in that way, to be able to be this consistent in my life. The other thing it's taught me, and this is going into that number one bucket of showing up and staying consistent, just the process of showing up and being willing to be messy, being willing to show up even when it feels like nobody is listening has been huge. Okay. So anytime, of course, you start something, you're likely not going to have an immediate following. I did kind of get lucky when I launched my old podcast, Life Lovers Radio, that 
some magical thing happened where I just got on the new and noteworthy list of iTunes. And that wasn't even like, you know, it opened every door for me. It just opened that first door for me to get the first few clients that I got. But I still, to this day, when I tell people my numbers, my download numbers and stuff, they're like, oh, okay, it's not that huge of a show. And sometimes that can be a little bit, I don't know, deflating, I guess, of like, okay, yeah. You know, for a while, the show was kind of staying consistent on our download numbers, or we would see these boosts, and then it would kind of flatline after we did certain ads, which made me think like, oh, maybe it didn't resonate with people or it didn't hit home with people. And so those kinds of thoughts can come into your head as you're creating content. But I have to remember too, is that some of this are vanity metrics. Okay. And like, if I'm looking at download numbers to me, yeah, it's important to see like, okay, what is resonating most with people? And we ran this ad, was that successful in regards to downloads and things of that sort? But for me, the metric that matters most is the podcast converting people into clients, because obviously this is a business. Are they listening to the podcast and saying, yes, this girl understands me and she knows that I can help her? That's my number one metric. My number two metric is, am I getting messages and feedback that it's helping people in their life? Now, to be honest, I would love to have a lot more of that. I would love to be getting more messages. But the messages I do get are awesome. Like I got a message a few weeks ago from someone that says, I just randomly stumbled upon your podcast. I started listening and here's what I've implemented in my life. And now I'm changing not only my life, but I'm changing my children's lives. And I'm realizing the power I have as a mother and how loving them is so important. And she went into all this stuff and she said, I just want to thank you so much. You've opened my eyes to a whole new way of living. And I was like, oh my gosh, like emails like that just like fuel me to keep doing this. Now, I I said earlier, regardless of anybody listening, I would still show up and do this regardless if I made money or not. I would still do this because I think this is so good for my growth. But I love hearing from people about their growth. Now, I hear all the time from clients. Oh, my gosh, Lindsay, I love this episode. I love this episode, which is awesome. I love hearing that from them, too, because sometimes I'll put an episode. It's like crickets. Like, did anyone like that? I don't know. Did that help anybody? Was that making sense to people? Um, But just know I love getting your feedback. But if you're on the other end of this and you're somebody that's like, man, I really want to speak my truth more in my life, be it a podcast, a blog, um, just in your own personal life of putting yourself out there more, just know at first it's going to seem like you're always getting crickets and people may even be a little turned off by it because you're growing and changing and they're used to you being somebody else. But just keep showing up and keep you know, following those breadcrumbs I say often of, okay, does this feel good? Am I, you know, figuring out my own authentic voice? Yes, let's do it. And I just, you know, keep going after that time and time again. It's so funny because I recently thought about many years ago, I had a blog. This is way before my coaching career. This was like when my marriage was falling apart, kind of, I didn't quite know it yet, but I had a blog that covered my daughter's life. This was about 2011, 2012 that I had this. And then I also started a blog called Becoming the Imperfect Woman. And this is when I was in therapy and I was talking about how I realized how hard I am on myself and I'm going to just, you know, put out there some different things that I'm working through and how I'm feeling as I'm working through that. Now, granted, my whole marriage ended and 
I was kind of taken in a different direction. But what happened is I started posting a lot of blog posts or writing a lot of blog posts and not posting them. And I went back and read some of those the other day and I'm like, man, this stuff is good. Now, granted, it doesn't um, reflect who I am today, but at the time it was at my authentic expression as I was starting to figure things out more in life. And it was some awesome stuff to be able to have to go back and reflect on. And so again, if you're somebody that's like, man, I want to speak up more in my life, do it. Like doing this kind of work of putting yourself out there will help you grow so very much. It's going to bring up all your shit, to be honest. I have shared so many things on this show that have been uncomfortable for me. And I have an episode coming up just this a week after this one where I'm going to talk about my five, in essence, like best choices, my five worst ones. That's not how I word it. But I talk about some of the choices that I am not proud of. And it's taken me a very long time to get to a place of even wanting to share that. And I've already recorded that episode and I'm still kind of digesting of like, okay, this is about to go out in the world kind of, you know, this is what is just going to become common knowledge about you, Lindsay. Like, think through this before you share that stuff. And I just keep checking back in and I'm like, yep, I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it. It goes back to that Speaking Your Truth episode I did just two weeks ago, too, where it's like, okay, you've just got to like put yourself out there, be willing to get messy, and then you're going to get better. And this podcast has allowed me to do that, to just speak my truth and speak my truth and put myself out there and make mistakes and get messy to get better. And because otherwise, if I hadn't have done this, I would likely still just be at a place where it's like, man, I don't even know if it's comfortable for me to talk about my divorce. Because that was something that I was so nervous to put out many, many years ago when I did my very first Life Lovers episodes of just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell people I went through this divorce and oh my gosh, how how um, uncomfortable that is, right? And now it's like second nature. I can tell anybody and everybody that story. And that's how um, I've been able to grow as I share more and more about my life because that's what's felt authentic to me. I'm not saying that you need to go and start spilling your guts. That's just the term I use for it, spilling your guts all over the internet or on a blog or on a podcast or in your personal life, whatever. I just know for me, it's been exceptional growth to be able to go and do this. The other thing is that, yes, doing something like a podcast or a blog or any kind of personal growth, if it's coaching or something else, it's going to cost money and you're probably not going to see a return on your investment right away. But I will say that anytime you're investing in yourself, it's the best investment you can ever make. Now, I know many finance people, my husband maybe even included in that, who's a wealth manager, maybe like, no, no, let's invest it here. That's a great investment. But I'm a big believer that the you investing in yourself is going to just be a trickle down effect. Because if you go back to what I teach on the show so often, Our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings drive our actions, our actions create our results. So the thought line or our thoughts that we're having always becomes our result line at some point. So if we're having all these thoughts, like I'm going to be broke and I don't know, and like all that, you know, drama we have about ourselves, that's just going to keep us stuck. But the only way we're going to change that is if we invest in ourselves and finally look at that shit that's holding us back and taking those steps forward. 
Now, I believe having a coach, of course, is the ultimate way to do that. But I also think it's really powerful to be able to share your voice in a way. And again, it really brings up your shit. Like I had a client who she was a one-on-one client. She was one of my very first clients. And we went in depth when we coached together. But what was missing for her years later was that she had told me all of these things and had so much growth and had found acceptance in herself. But she realized that her sharing her story in kind of a public way, which ended up being in a mastermind group that she ended up joining and being able to share those things with other people was very powerful for her. And she realized like, oh, that was one thing that I needed to grow to next. Whereas for me, I went through coaching in this one-on-one experience. I shared all those things with my coach. And then me having the podcast was what allowed me to just like have another level of growth at that. So I really encourage again for you to find some way to speak your truth. And and as I keep saying, it can be a blog, a podcast, it can just be on social media, it can be in mentoring that you do, even in like a group coaching or a mastermind can be so beneficial. Like now with my one-on-one clients, we spend, you know, six to nine months in the coaching process. And then they have the option to join my Living the Dream program, which is a group program. And at first, for many of them, it's very uncomfortable because then they are in this space where it's like, oh my gosh, these other people are hearing about my stuff and it's just like a whole new level, right? But after they get through that discomfort, those first few weeks, they're like, man, this is a whole new level of growth. So it's just really, really cool to be able to grow in that way. And to realize too, like, even when you have, you know, quote unquote haters or people who don't get your message or don't understand you, you start to build a whole new love in yourself and you start to shed those layers of really caring what other people think about you. You know, you can go and look at the reviews of the show, especially on Apple Podcasts. And I have, gosh, I think like two negative reviews, which is nothing. But what stinks about Apple Podcasts is those reviews never go away, ever. It's not like someone just leaves a social comment and maybe you could delete it, right? Like it's always there. And there's one review in particular where she said, like, I don't think mothers have as much of a purpose. And it's just like, I didn't even say that at all in that episode um, at all. And she said some things about me that I just don't think is true. Of course, it's her own thoughts that created her own belief system, right? But um, it sucks. It sucks to get that kind of feedback. I've gotten some feedback in my DMs. I've gotten feedback on my emails that hasn't always been the nicest of things. But again, it like allows you to work through whatever shit comes up for you because of that. And you just become even more and more and more and more resilient. And resiliency, if you didn't know, is the number one key to success. So I've learned so much from this podcast from that. Number two lesson I've learned in 100 episodes and in two years is to give it your all. And it, for me, of course, in this instance, is the podcast. But this just reiterates for me what I teach my coaching clients is show up as the best you, give people your all, and don't get attached to the outcome or the result. Because if you're showing up and you're giving your all, it's going to feel so amazing And what happens in time are the thoughts you think about yourself and what you're creating in the world, again, become your result line. I know I just said that, but I'm going to reiterate it here. It becomes your result line. 
And so especially for me in this past year of doing this podcast, I just kept showing up and saying, I'm creating amazing content. Like, this is amazing. This is awesome. It changes people's lives. And I just stay in that energy. And even on episodes where I didn't get any feedback, um, I just kept going. I was like, this is amazing. This is awesome. And I just keep, you know, keeping that belief alive and just showing up as the very best me. The other thing too, is I ditched all of this marketing BS of like, oh, just on free content, teach the what and the why and don't teach the how. I just threw that out the door and I decided I'm going to teach everything. I'm going to give my very, very best work. And I realized that content is only part of the process of change content is one piece. I believe coaching is the other piece of getting that kind of one-on-one feedback and that accountability and getting the experience of investing in yourself. Because when you invest in yourself, you pay attention and you really take the work and take it seriously. And that's what creates lifelong change. And so I just, again, ditched that thought process of, oh, I need to hold back. And instead, I'm going to give it my very best and give it my all. And the right people who want to work with me and pay me money so I can keep doing this kind of stuff, then um, then they will. And they'll realize that part of this is investing in themselves and having that accountability and support and that one-on-one and attention and all of that stuff, right? So it also goes back to belief that I have that value creates money. And so the more value you're giving into the world and anything you're doing, it doesn't even have to be at work. Just you're showing up and you're saying again, like, I'm here to show up as the best version of me and best not meaning like perfectionistic version, just like how can I serve kind of thought of if I'm showing up at my daughter's school. Now, granted, we can't even go there right now because of all the COVID restrictions. But if I'm showing up at our school and I'm there to volunteer, I'm not going to just sit back on the corner. I'm going to be all hands in. What do you guys need? How can I best serve in the situation? Same when I show up for clients. There are some times of clients we get on the call, we're supposed to be doing one thing in the process. And instead, we need to go in a totally different direction. And I just totally ditch whatever we were supposed to do. And my thought process is I am here to serve. People who are not working with me, like you may be that person here on the podcast. I'm, again, I'm like, I'm here to serve this person, give the most value, show up as the best me that I can be to help them. And then I'm not attached at all to whatever happens. I know that I'm just filling up what I consider, you know, your value bank is what I call it. Like I'm putting in um, this time and energy in there and I'm going to be able to make withdrawals from that with money eventually. So I have loved really implementing that in my life in this past 100 episodes and especially this past year with the podcast. The number three thing that I've learned from doing 100 episodes in two years is who you are is enough. So granted, I come on here and I'm always thinking, oh, how can I make the content better and better? And there are some episodes no joke, I'll stop the recording. And maybe a couple hours later, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have added this or, oh, I wish I would have said this. Like, for example, an episode I did just a few weeks ago about growing when others aren't. I got up that episode. I think it was like a day or so later. I was like, oh, I wish I would have spent more time on that you, when you do outgrow people of how it feels and how that's okay. And, you know, kind of went into there because I felt like I, maybe focus too much time on, oh, other people will change with you, which they will. But I wish I would have kind of put that piece a little bit deeper. 
And then I just decided, I was like, you know what? It, whatever was meant to be put out in the world is what is meant to be put in the world. If you have an opportunity to share that message again, be it another podcast or another training or with your clients, you know, one-on-one when they're coming to you with those issues, you'll deliver it there. But what you've done is good enough, Lindsay, because your energy alone and what you were able to deliver was more than enough. And I know this to be true because there are two podcasts, one in particular that I listen to that most times I'm not even really listening to the content in depth. Now, of course, I'm like listening to it, but I'm listening and maybe I'm driving or I'm walking or, you know, doing whatever I need to do in my my life. And it's just her energy alone that puts me in a totally different headspace. And the reason why I just keep listening and listening to her episodes is because that energy changes me. And granted, her content is amazing and awesome, and I love it so much. Sometimes it's like a repeat for me. Sometimes I'm just not in the right headspace to to listen to that message at that time. But again, it's like that energy is so impactful. And so I really want you to realize that in your own life too, is who you're showing up as and you just being you and your energy alone is going to change people. You know, especially if you're somebody who's like, oh, I just, I want to learn more. And I want to, you know, Lindsay keeps saying, be your best, be your best. And I see all these ways in which I can be better. Of course, I'm there too. I'm always thinking about ways I can be a better wife and mother and person and coach and businesswoman and all the things, right? But I'm also taking it as where I am right now is incredible and awesome. And I am more than enough. And if somebody doesn't like that or doesn't resonate with it, that's just how it's meant to be. It's how the cookie crumbles is how we say it a lot of times. And I just know that for certain people, just my energy alone changes people. And so that's what I am here to deliver. And maybe I'll stumble over my words. Maybe I won't say all the right things that they need to hear. Maybe I'll miss a piece or two, but that's okay. Because again, just who I am is more than enough. All right. So last lesson that I want to share with you that I've learned in a hundred episodes in two years is I have learned a shit ton (laughs) from myself, from guests and from research. So there are times when I will be coaching a client on something and they'll be like, um, Lindsay, you know, I really want to up level in this way. I remember this specifically this session. And I remember kind of coaching her through some stuff and then also teaching her some stuff. And then I left that coaching session and I was like, okay, how can I break this down in steps? How could I teach this even better? How could I make this like a one, two, three, follow these steps kind of thing? And from there, I was able to create the podcast episode. I believe it was called How to Uplevel Your Life. And I remember just thinking like, man, I'm starting to figure out what these processes are of what I'm taking people through. And I'm breaking it down in a simplistic system that somebody could work through time and time and time again to continue to get something like an uplevel in their life. Another episode where I did this was dealing with disappointment. I was able to experience feeling disappointment with my daughter in a moment. And I was able to start to break down, okay, what is this like? I mean, uh, break it down, Lindsay. How how does this work? And how can you explain this to people? Another episode I just recently did, Speaking Your Truth. I spoke my truth. And as I was going through the process of doing that, I was like, okay, let's break this down. And so I've learned so much about the world and going after goals and relationships and all the things, right? All the things about life just from 
really sitting with how could I teach this on the podcast if that was a possibility. And from that, being able to just have all of these kind of step-by-step systems or these frameworks to be able to then put into my life. So now every time I know I'm dealing with disappointment, for example, I'm like, okay, I know how this works now. Okay, maybe I'm initially angry, but really I need to feel sad. And so I'm going to go into that sadness and, you know, and really go there with it. So that's why, again, why I created this podcast book was I wanted you to be able to just see some of those basic systems over and over and over and over again. So if you're dealing with something like disappointment or you're wanting to have that uplove or you're wanting to speak your truth, you can go to those pages and be like, okay, here are the basic steps again. And where am I getting stuck? Where do I need extra help? And, you know, leaning on maybe me and my private online community, which I don't know if you know this, but I have a free online community. I don't talk about it that much anymore, but it's still there. And it's always a resource for you. You can go in the show notes and get the link to it. And being able to ask questions, of course, if you're a client, we can talk about it there and I can guide you to different episodes. But yeah, so I've learned a ton from myself. I've also learned a ton from research. Now, granted, when I started the show, the first few episodes, I was like, oh, we're going to have so many statistics and research and da 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 da. And I do research things and I do look at statistics as just a resource, which has been super helpful for me to dig into some things deeper. And so I've learned a lot more there. Um, but I must admit, I don't go that deep in the research sometimes because statistics are really just information. And that really is telling me a lot of times of, okay, where are people's mindsets generally? Like for women, when they're not speaking up and they're not asking for more money, it's like, okay, what's going on in women's mindsets for them to have a statistic like they're not making as much as men? And what's going on in other people's mindsets for them not to be paying women, especially women of color, as much? And so I'm looking at from that perspective and putting it in that lens versus like, let's deep dive into all these detailed research, right? And I must admit too, I read a lot of books and I love books that are more science-based, Like I'm reading one right now about sex and, you know, how she's really taken some research from sex and and, and how it kind of, you know, plays out. And I have to read those books very slowly. (laughs) And it's not because um, like it overwhelms me per se, but it's just like it gets so boring. (laughs) And I just like I keep like having to keep my eyes open through it, even if it's like in the middle of the day. And I swear I'm not that tired. But I'll just be like, okay, Lindsay, like take this in. And sometimes it's just so many details that I just think, oh, just give me like the good stuff. Like, okay, just reference the science and like just give me what I need to do so I can go on and like make change in my life. But I do appreciate them having at least some research and science for my brain to get on board with it because I am kind of wired that way that I want the proof. But after that, it's like, oh my gosh, please, like let's move the F on. (laughs) So that's where I have really pivoted to in the podcast is taking that research and then implementing it, right? With you getting step-by-step, like, let's get into action. And then, of course, I've learned a shit ton from guests. And I want to highlight the one specifically and just give each one a little shout out that I've had on the show throughout this past year. The first one is Kimberly Beam, and she did the Help Your Marriage episode. Again, link in show notes. I love this episode. I have listened to it over and over again, and I have implemented many of the things that Kimberly has said on that episode, and my marriage has improved a lot from that episode. It was just like the right message at the right time for me through the right person because she's so articulate, and she just really delivered on that episode. 
So I love that episode. It's personally my favorite from the past year, just because, again, it was like the message that I needed to hear at the time. And it really allowed me to see how the work that I do on myself and with my clients, how can I take some of those tools and tie in a marriage or a relationship into that to build upon that. Another episode that I really loved was having Joanna Lynn. And Joanna Lynn talked about, I forget what we titled it. It'll be in the show notes, but um, intergenerational trauma. That was it. And we talked about epigenetics and how we can pass trauma through epigenetics. And if you remember that episode, I when I introduced her, I was like, Joanna, I followed you for a year. I met you on this episode and it really opened my eyes to epigenetics. And I've been able to then tie into that work, tie that work. There we go. Tie that work into my coaching process this past year and be able to study some of the epigenetics with my clients and their beliefs. We do a whole week called the patterns where we look at, you know, the words that they associate with their family and and things of that sort and stories they were told And it's just added a whole nother layer to my coaching. And so Joanna opened my eyes to that. And I'm ever so grateful for her. And she, again, is such an amazing resource on the episode. And I ended up working with her for a little bit too, which was so helpful. Also, I really love the episode from Susan Fowler. And she did the Master Your Motivation episode. Again, super impactful episode. I ended up taking many of the principles I learned in that episode. And then I read her book later and I follow her work closely too. And I was able to tie that into the work I do with my clients to ensure that they have those principles as they're going after a goal. So they stay motivated. So I'd love that interview as well. I also want to give a shout out to all of my clients this past year who have come on the show My favorite episode, though, was the Cutting Your Alcohol one where I had three of my clients on the show, and it was Shelly, Judy, and Rebecca who came on, and they all talked about how they've cut alcohol in their lives, and I talked about my story, and I just heard a lot of feedback from that one. It opened up a lot of people's eyes, and it was very impactful, including even my podcast editor, Erin, was like, man, that was a really good episode, Lindsay. I was like, yeah, it was. So I love that one. I also just want to give a shout out to Sierra who came on the show and my client who we called Cecilia to keep her identity private because of her job. Kristen, we had just a few weeks ago, Shelly, Uma, and Christy. All of them came on, got very vulnerable about sharing their coaching journey. Many of them are still working with me in my Living the Dream program, which has been so fun to continue to see their journey. And in this next year, we're going to have even more clients come on and share their journey. You know, sometimes when I record those episodes, I think, oh, is this like too salesy? Are people like really liking these episodes because I don't want to overly pitch my services? And I get feedback time after time from people. Oh my gosh, that was the episode that really just changed something in me. Regardless if they signed up to coach with me or not. Even other clients who already work with me, like the Kristen episode recently, I got so much feedback of like, wow, Kristen's energy just changed me. And the things that she said really helped me understand, you know, different ways of the coaching process that maybe I missed or or things of that sort. So I'm always so grateful when a client says yes to come on. The other people I just want to give quick shout outs to is Amy. Amy came on, I think she was like the very first episode of year two or year one, I don't know what you want to call it, year two. Um, And she talked about her health 
journey and the beautiful detours is what we called it and she has a book called the beautiful detours that i read which is which was so beautiful it is very jam-packed it's a big book um but amy has had to overcome so much hardship in her life from being sexually abused as a teenager to then having her stomach explode and she now lives without a stomach being run over by a car being in essence told, I believe it was via text from her husband that he wanted a divorce and so many things. So Amy is somebody who I feel like will stick with me for the rest of my life because her story is one of ongoing resiliency and how she's been able to use creativity. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Also, just want to give quick shout outs to Kimberly Brock, who came on the show and talked about building a business. Kimberly's energy is electric. I love following her. I was on her podcast as well. Gosh, maybe like a year and a half ago at this point. But that was such a fun partnership for her to come on and talk about building a business. I also want to give a a shout out to Nora Wendell and to Molly McLaughlin, who also came on the show. Nora talked about feminine energy and embracing that femininity. And Molly talked about sleep skills. Both of them are just classy, classy ladies who know their stuff. And I was so grateful to be introduced to them this past year. And then finally, I want to give a shout out to Lisa Erickson. Lisa came on the show and talked about chakras and chakra empowerment for women. And her book is actually one I give all of my clients now. And we incorporate more body work in my recently redone courses that I redone, redid in 2020. And um, yeah, I was just so happy to finally find Lisa. I wanted to find somebody who could help me teach chakras in a feminine way. And Lisa knocked that out of a park. And I love sharing her work with my clients now. All right. So that's all the things I want to tell you about lessons I've learned and the interviews I want to give a shout out to. Just wanted to highlight on some of my personal faves of episodes from this past year. As I said, I loved all of them, but my very favorite were, gosh, I think like five or six. The first is Survive versus Thrive. One of my favorites because it was just easily giving you a tool to use in your life. And then you can see in a very black and white way, am I surviving or am I thriving in this area versus just kind of wondering, I don't know. I mean, what's really thriving anyway? What's really surviving? That episode cuts it really straight and dry for you. So if you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. It's awesome. The other one Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. By far, one of the episodes I get the most compliments about because so many of us as go-getter, you know, educated, smart women, whatever you want to call us, we feel like we're not enough. And so we hold ourselves back. And it was very powerful for me to finally admit that I even had imposter syndrome. I thought, oh, no, I don't relate to that term at all. Oh, yes, I totally relate to that term and coming to like, you know, come to Jesus moment with that and then sharing, okay, here's what I found and here's what it looks like and here's that overcome it was one of my favorite episodes. Also, episode 88, which I deemed as my favorite episode to date called Live Life to the Fullest is still my very favorite episode because again, that tool is so basic. I'm realizing in so many of my favorite episodes, it's like a very basic tool or very basic thing to do that will get you a lot of awareness and insight so that you can make change in your life. And in that episode of Live Life to the Fullest, I I say, just ask yourself this one question. 
And what spawns from that question allows you to then see, okay, where do I need to take action in my life? Another episode that I loved is massive versus frantic action. So massive action is a term that I did not coin. I learned it from Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School, and I think she may have taken it from somebody else too. But I did coin the term frantic action. And I'm very proud of that because I see so many go-getter women who are living in frantic action and being able now to just have those terms and to be able to guide my clients and you too, if you go listen to that episode, to guide yourself of am I in frantic action or massive action and how can I get more into massive action because that's where life feels really good and I'm creating my dream life. And two, I've been able to take that concept and dig deeper into it with my clients, which was a brand new addition to my coaching process this past year. Um, hmm. Oh, two more I want to highlight. The black and white thinking episode. Love that one. Got so much feedback about that one. You know, in our society, so many times, especially in the news and the media and with politicians and all the, you know, a lot of people, they'll deem things as good or bad a lot of times. And it's very important that we're not getting into that way of thinking because it can really drive us apart. It can really harm our life and our relationships and the way that we're feeling about ourselves and others. And that episode can take so much of that away. So go listen to that one if you haven't. And the last one I want to highlight, the base theory. This is an episode I was so nervous to put out because it was this theory I have been building in my mind for years upon years upon years. And I was just kind of putting content together. And I thought, oh gosh, even when I was recording it, that was the one episode I must admit. When I was recording, I was like, oh man, this one's shit. I think I should go delete it and not put it out there. And I just ended up doing it. And so many people were like, Lindsay, that episode changed me. Again, it was like taking something that was so basic to be able to show people, okay, where are you on what on what base of life? And here's what to do to get to the next base. And so they can easily start to implement change in their life. So super proud of those. Now, my most popular episode, not only from the past year, but to date, is actually not any of those episodes. It's my lose weight episode. And that episode has like four times as many downloads than any other episode. Crazy, right? Some people tell me maybe it's just the SEO on it because that's, you know, something that someone would type in to say, let me listen to lose weight. I think it's more that we just live in this culture where it's like being skinny is the way to go. And I think too, probably with Corona, I know a lot of people have gained weight and so it might just be a hot topic. But um, to be honest, that really saddens me. Um, And it's so weird too, because weight loss is like not something I really like talking about. It's even when I get a weight loss goal with a client, I'm not like, yes, let's do this. I'm kind of like, okay, let's like get this done so we can like put it behind you and let's move on to other things. That's kind of my whole mentality with it. Of course, you know, we want to be healthy human beings and be able to live our best life. And I talked about how I lost some weight this past year. Um, But to me, again, it's like weight loss is not a passion of mine. It's just this thing of like, let's just get you to your ideal body let's clear out your mindset in the process, which will be really fun and to see that growth and for you to experience that change. But I would so much rather you be focusing your time and energy on other things in your life. <laughs> and that's just me with my own personal spiel. You may be like, Lindsay, that's what I want more than anything. Great. Awesome. Wonderful. Um, and two, I just feel like there's so many coaches out there that focus in on weight loss and it's just not my primary cup of tea. So 
It's pretty funny, right? How that's my most popular one. And two, I must admit, that was one episode that after the fact, you know, a couple weeks later even, and even now I'm like, okay, here are some things that I would include in it or I would change if I were to record it again. And I know I'll do a deeper training on weight loss. And I don't even know if I'm going to call it weight loss. I really want to just call it like being healthy, (laughs) to be honest. I just... I see how titling something like lose weight can feed into the diet culture. And I don't think the diet culture is like good or bad. You know, if we look at it from a black and white thinking standpoint, um, it is what it is, right? It's our thoughts that make it good or bad. But um, I, I, again, it's just like, I don't want people focusing their time, energy, and their brain power on let me be as skinny as possible or achieve some sort of you know, thin, I would rather see people really love who they are. Now, of course, I want them to be healthy, right? But I mean, yeah, that's just not my cup of tea. So moving on. Um, The other thing I want to highlight is the past year, we did four episodes specifically about getting through coronavirus. And two of them are called Corona in the title. One is called Corona Tips and one is Corona Check-In. And those are probably more specific to actual coronavirus and getting through that pandemic. But there are two called managing uncertainty and conquering crisis that can be used for anything. If you're going through any kind of crisis or something uncertain in your life, those episodes are gold on getting you through that. And I do really love the Corona Tips episode. It talks about like working from home and getting your mindset right about, you know, anytime you're throwing something, how are you going to get yourself through that? And so, um, yeah, I loved all of those episodes. And I hope that anytime you go through a crisis, you'll look to those four to say, okay, here are four episodes that will help me get through a hard time in my life. Now, let's talk about really quickly, because I know this episode is getting long, but let's talk about what's coming up next in the show. Like what's going to happen this next year of the show? Well, a lot of things. I am going to start doing more bonus episodes where they're just kind of getting to know me episodes. Some of them may be coming out on the Monday that I always release an episode. Some may just be thrown in here and there as an extra one. Like, oh, Lindsay has a new podcast and it's a Thursday. How cool, right? And it will be a bonus of just me kind of talking about things in my life and maybe different growth things that I'm going through. And the reason I'm calling those bonuses is because they're just going to have a different feel. And to be honest, we're going to keep creating a podcast book for episodes 101 through, you know, 200 and beyond. And I don't really want to include those in the podcast book. Like I want to keep the podcast book just on, you know, tips and and strategies and, you know, step-by-step kind of things to getting better in your life and whatever thing we're talking about that day. And the bonus ones are just me kind of talking about me and my life and all the things. So You'll see more of those. Um, Also, we're going to talk more specifics about some certain topics, specifically things about money, coaching, including if you want to start your own coaching business, marriage, sex, and parenting are the ones that are most coming to my mind right now. And the reason why I'm going to do this is because I'm actually going to be creating trainings like this in my Living the Dream coaching program that I have for my ongoing clients. And so I'm going to take pieces of what I teach them and those deep dive trainings on those topics and give you parts of that here on the podcast. So you can take, you know, what they're learning and start to implement that in your life. Also, I am going to be sharing with you a coach that I hired recently in my business, meaning like she's going to be 
somebody that's going to be coaching my clients. Now, she's not going to be filling in my role where it's like, oh, you're not going to coach with Lindsay anymore. You're going to coach with this person. You know, I know some coaches, they get that big where they do that. Tony Robbins, obviously, is an example of that. Like you go to Tony Robbins events, you see Tony on stage, he does this whole shindig, and then you go work with other coaches to implement whatever he teaches. It's not going to be like that for me. This person that I'm bringing in just has a different skill set. She's more of a body coach. So I feel like what I do is really mindset focused. That's why I consider myself a mindset expert. So I'm a top down healer is what some people call it. And she is a bottom up healer. So she helps you heal your body and that is able to give you another level of healing and healing, meaning like, let's get rid of the blocks that are stopping you from going after your goals, living your best life, feeling the way you want to feel. So she's been uh, actually one of my very first clients that I ever had. And she knows my work inside and out. And then she has this added certification that she has done with her body work. And I've actually hired her as my own coach recently. And it's been so amazing. And we're just getting started. And I'm already seeing so many great results in my life. So look forward to that. I also recently hired an anti-racism coach. I mentioned this briefly on the Speak Your Truth episode I just did about how I spoke my truth. I realized there were some gaps in something that I posted and it's got me into action of saying, okay, instead of me just learning passively about anti-racism work, I need a coach to hold me accountable and give me depth and take this work on a whole new level. And so I've done that. And so I plan on sharing a little bit about that journey and hopefully having her on the show to talk even more about anti-racism work so that we can all show up and not just support other women and other people that we love in our life, but especially we can support people of color, women of color, especially Black women. I feel like Black women are really getting shortchanged in our world and it's not okay. And they're going through a lot right now. They're going through a huge awakening of themselves as they're realizing that systematic racism is a thing. For so many years, especially I would say from like, gosh, 1970 on when, you know, we started to to bring everybody together and we didn't have as much segregation, people started to deny that racism was still a thing. And I've realized this as I've talked more and more to my Black clients, and I'm seeing a lot of similarities in their mindset. They have been denied what they've been feeling because it's just been like, that's not a thing. Systematic racism or racism is not a thing. And they've built this huge doubter in their mindset. And it's just, it's not okay. Like, I don't want to see this anymore with any person, but especially with Black women. And I really want to make sure that I'm showing up in an extremely strong way for all of my clients and specifically my women of color clients and my Black clients. And so this anti-racism work is going to help me just make sure that I am doing that and allowing to to hold a space to understand a perception that I don't have as a white woman. Now, my daughter is half Hispanic and her dad's side of the family is Hispanic. And I've spent a lot of time with his mom and grandmother over the years. And I've been able to understand their perspective of how, you know, they've been brought over because his, his mom came over at 16. So she is a first generation American. 
um, and just understanding their perspective and, and all that th- stuff. But I want to make sure I really understand a wider range of perspectives. And I want to make sure I'm not p- problematic in that process. So I'm really excited to do this work, even though I must admit I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um, the other thing is that um, I have been recording this podcast most of the episodes, at least, in my master bedroom closet on the floor. That's where I am right now. And that's changing. I'm going to be in a podcast studio in my office. So I have an office outside my home now, and they have set up a podcasting studio. And I'm going to be recording video with these podcasts. And I have a videographer now who um, edits all my videos, and we post them on social media. And that's going to be happening starting with the March episodes. So in essence, like episode 101 onward, which is going to be so cool. Like it's just a whole nother level of what we're stepping into now with this podcast, which is so fun. Um, Some other things that to look forward to is I'm going to be redoing my Accomplish Your Dreams free training here in the next few days, actually. And so I will be putting that out there more for you to sign up for that and to get that new training. I'm going to have other free trainings coming up this next year that I already have kind of in the works in my mind. I'm going to be having something really cool for my clients this next year, and I can't give away the details because I want to make sure they hear about it first. And so I will be sharing pieces of that this next year about what I'm teaching them when we did this really cool thing. And so um, look forward to that. And I'm just going to be taking some beautiful trips this next year, fingers crossed, as long as everything moves forward with the coronavirus, you know, getting vaccinated and all of that. Um, And so I can't wait to just share some of those experiences with you as I do that. The last thing that I want to share is over the next year, I'm going to be working with 36 women one-on-one. Yeah, 36 women. So maybe you're going to be one of those 36. And I know for some of you, you're like, 36, Lindsay, that's all you work with? It's like, yeah, I really don't take on a lot of clients. And obviously, I can't take on all 36 at one time, too. Like, I take on a couple every month. But over the next year, it's going to be 36 new women that I'm taking on one-on-one and taking them through my nine-month coaching process. And I'm going to guarantee at least two goals for them that they were going to accomplish over this next year and more. Like many times we have two main goals and then we have all these like little goals and they think, oh, Lindsay, if I just got this one big goal, that would be amazing. I'm like, girl, we can do those two and we can do so much more. So I'm going to be helping them accomplish their goals in my coaching process. And I'm going to teach them the system on how they can continuously uplevel their life over and over and over again. And then from there, I am going to expand my Living the Dream program and I'm going to expand it in size So that will be coming, it seems like so far away, but it'll be in August when I start to expand that program. And I'm going to be ushering in some um, really incredible things for those ladies who took this first year with me. So if you're already in Living the Dream, just get ready for that. And so that's really where my focus is work-wise beyond this podcast is, you know, really um, bringing forth those 36 women who feel called to really transform their, their lives over this next year and starting to hold space for this bigger container of ongoing clients and my Live in the Dream program for August onward. So super excited for that. And I'm just so grateful, as I always say, for you to be here on the show, to listen to this whole episode. I know it's gotten long. 
Thank you for being here. I don't take you ever for granted. I hope, though, you will take action and go leave a review for the show to show your gratitude back in return. Um, Wherever you listen to the show, again, just take a picture of it. Send your name and email. Go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash 100. And it's just 100 to submit that review. And so you can get that podcast book. So, so happy you're here. And if we were together right now, I would be getting a glass out and cheersing you and saying, here is to the next journey of the next 100 episodes of the show. I can't wait to see how the both of us grow in this next 100 episodes. To your ultimate success and growth, my friends. And here we go. That's it for the first hundred. Now we're on to 101. I'll see you in that next episode. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.